everyone. I'm Jamie, founder of Radically Alive Coaching. And I'm Caitlin, founder of BU Beautifully Coaching. Welcome, Welcome to, to Real, Real Women, Women, Real, Real Life. Life. Well, see, this actually, I was really excited about this particular topic because relationships is such a broad term because we've got relationships everywhere. And mm-hmm. so, and I actually, um, I nerded out naturally and looked wow. up the definition of relationship and it's the state of being connected and it could be to people or things. So it's just the state of being connected. That is a relationship. And so we have relationships with all kinds of people, places, things. So I have a relationship with you. I have a relationship with Victor. I have a relationship with myself. I have a relationship with my phone. I have a relationship with money. I have a relationship with the the Netflix series, Lucifer, that I'm obsessed with right now. I have a relationship with food. Like we have relationships all over the place. And I think that especially when it comes to romantic relationships, I think that we can get a lot of valuable insight about how we may experience a romantic relationship if we investigated all of our other relationships. Our relationship with ourselves definitely is going to have a huge impact in how we show up in a romantic relationship. But even other little things like our relationship with our body, our relationship with money, which is a huge one actually, because money is a big trigger point for a lot of people. So if our relationship with money is unhealthy, then our relationship with people is likely going to be unhealthy as well. If our relationship with food is unhealthy, then our relationship with people is going to be unhealthy. And then our romantic relationships are definitely going to be unhealthy. So, cause you'll find like the way we show up in all these other relationships, those patterns and ideas and beliefs are going to trickle into a romantic relationship. So if I'm addicted to food, I'm probably going to get addicted to my partner in a really unhealthy attachment kind of way. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Exactly. That's, and that's the thing. That's relationships. Relationships are funny and tricky. And I think that we too often confuse the term relationship with being romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but it means so much more than that. It means so much more than that. Like it, because it's the state of being connected, even our relationships with the world, you know, totally. with the planet, with, you know, do we recycle? Do we not? Do we conserve energy? Do we not? If we don't conserve energy, do we also then not conserve energy in our bodies? Do we also then, you know, do we, do we overspend? Do we overeat? Do we overindulge? And could that be like, how are we connected to the earth and the planet and the the space that we live in? And how is that now translating into all of these other relationships? It's huge, man. Relationships. huge. Everything that you were just saying, I love it all so much. And it's like, even in just this moment, it's given me, it feels like a totally different perspective on Mm. relationships. Like just in this moment, which is amazing. (laughs) Yay. Um, Breakthrough. (laughs) But the, yeah. But, and what it, it pulled up for me was the importance, like of all of these relationships that we find ourselves in with these things, with, Mm people with you know any type of personal relationship whether it's intimate or friendly or family all of these stem ultimately from our relationship with ourselves yeah 
that is number one. Like I recognize for myself, like you said, if something is off balance it's somewhere in one of my relationships, my go-to is self-check. Mm. Where's my relationship with myself? Mm-hmm. Because I think that's also when we start to project our shit onto all these other relationships and we start judging all these, um, judging ourselves or judging the people around us mm-hmm. for the things that are essentially disconnected within ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so true. And, you know, you're making me think of, um, cause I know we did an episode before where we were talking about mirrors and, mm. and how, you know, a lot of times when we're met with like those judgments and things like that, it's usually mirroring something within ourselves that maybe needs to be addressed or wants to be addressed or, um, maybe that we've been avoiding. And, mm-hmm. and I think what you said, like the, I really just thought of that. You made me think of that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that you're right. And when we think about that concept of how we do one thing is how we do everything, doing that self-check can be huge because when we look at our relationships outside of whatever relationship we're noticing an issue in, we'll probably find that reflection in the other relationships. So, yeah, which, and I'm even starting to think of like various experiences where in romantic relationships, anyways, I have a history of codependency Mm-hmm. Um, which I've luckily I've been able to break that pattern in recent years. But when I look at my relationship with other areas of my life, like my relationship with food, my relationship with alcohol, my relationship with um, money, all of these different things, there was codependency there as well to where I didn't know who I was unless I had a certain level of income. I didn't know who I was unless I was out partying. I didn't know who I was unless I had access to certain foods or certain um, comforts. Mm. And there's a codependency there, which of course showed up in a romantic relationship as well. There's codependency. Totally. So it's like, so it's like, how am I, how am I depending on things outside of myself? So the moment that my relationship with myself became balanced and I became more self-sufficient, then in romantic relationships now, I'm not reliant on that other person to determine who I am. Mm, I can relate to that in the sense like the co- I didn't ha- the confidence was lacking mm. unless you know I had these things like the codependency. Like if that wasn't there, I lacked the confidence in myself mm-hmm. in the past. Right, like building that relationship up with, my, up with myself. Um, mm. It, it builds the confidence. It builds the confidence within ourselves that we won't settle for things that we, we don't actually want, that don't resonate with us, that are not in alignment with our yeses and our noes. Like we become confident in those things for ourselves, mm-hmm. really for ourselves. Then we start att- attracting all of that in all of our other relationships. Mm-hmm. The things, the people, all the nouns. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100%. That's so true. And it's really a little bit mind blowing when you think about it, like the way that it's also interconnected, which is funny because the definition of relationships is the state of being connected. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and like literally like relationships is it's a, this full spectrum of how we are connected to 
everything, really. I'm having this like existential moment. Of... You know, honestly, <laughs> like I just want to sit with that for a second. Like, think about that. When you think about relationships, this is really like full on how we are connected to everything. And so if you're looking, so if you're a person who's sitting right now wondering like, oh, I feel like my relationships are, you know, not so great right now, or um, I'm seeking a romantic relationship, or my current romantic relationship is on the rocks, or, um, or I'm not good at romantic relationships, or whatever it is. And I'm using romantic relationships because I feel like this is where most people go. And mm-hmm. so most of us, when we think of relationships, we're thinking about that. And it could also potentially be relationship with family members and, and stuff like that. But it's generally we're thinking relationships but this mm-hmm. is really a, a, an opportunity if you are in a space right now where you're feeling like your relationship with people need work, this is an invitation to look at your relationships everywhere else. How are you connected in all other areas of your life outside of other people? How are you connected with yourself? How are you connected with spirit? How are yeah. you connected with nature? How are you connected with money, things, material you know, material things. So looking at all of that, like, how are you connected? And if you're not connected, then right there's a huge red flag. That's probably why your connections with people or your relationships with people are not where you want them to be. Mm. And so this is really like, really something to sit with and think about like, you know, and what's really cool actually when you think about the idea of how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is if you want to change everything, it starts with changing just one thing. So yes. that makes it a lot less overwhelming. So if you want to change your relationship with people, start with something that's low hanging fruit. Maybe you start by changing your relationship with material things. Maybe you go minimal. Maybe you clear some clutter. Oh, wow. Maybe yeah. you, you know, like get rid of that shit and then it'll start to naturally manifest elsewhere or your relationship with money. Maybe start budgeting. Maybe you don't, maybe you're frivolous. Maybe you treat money like it, like it doesn't matter. Maybe you're just like, Oh money, fuck you. You're the bane of my existence. <laughs> like and if that's how you are. Then somewhere, somehow, some way that energy is trickling into your relationship with people. So pick one thing that's easy to focus on now and then just allow the natural shift and change in your relationship with people. Yeah. It's, it's much easier to focus on our relationship to resources Mm. and to, to really start to, I don't know if manage is the right word, but rearrange our energy around our resources, mm-hmm. those things are co- constant, right? Like they just basically are what they are. Money is money. It's not good or bad. It doesn't make decisions for itself. Like that's where relationships with other people tend to get challenging because we have our own perception and they have a different perception and neither are right or wrong. It's just different and coming together and, and figuring that shit out can be more challenging than saying, okay, these are the things that I have. Let me refresh how I interact with these things and then take what I've learned into these more challenging situations where it involves other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
thing with, you know, it's like what popped into my mind was this, this idea of the constant things like spirit, energy, all that shit. That's a, that's a constant, right? Like it is what it is. It doesn't change nature. It is what it is. It goes through its cycles. It's they're, they're, they're reliable in their consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, nature, spirit, and even ourselves, like, you know, that's the next step. Like taking care of all these resources, how we interact with those resources, and then how we interact with ourselves, how we connect with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Working on those two areas will just naturally trickle into our relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. And we can start to see, okay, what is my perception? Where, where, how am I connected to this, this life, to this world, planet, all these things? How are our relationships with ourselves? being reflected in relationships with other people. It's such a powerful thing and such a powerful perspective. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I like what you were saying about um, our relationship with resources. Cause mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing too. Um, because I know that sometimes we talk about the concept of coming from a place of lack or abundance Mm-hmm. And so thinking about it that way, um, if we're finding in our relationships that we're unsatisfied or unfulfilled, mm-hmm. there's a good chance that it's because our connection with resources is mm-hmm. one of lack. Like we, if we're thinking constantly, like there's not enough, not enough, not enough. Mm-hmm then anyone you're with friendship, romantic family, whatever, it's either going to be, I'm not enough or they're not enough, but somewhere in that equation, not enough is going to come up. So if, if I'm always thinking, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough money. Then that means when I'm in a relationship with a person, then it's either I'm not enough to be in this friendship or, or romantic relationship, or it's going to be, this person is not satisfying my needs. This person's not giving me what I need. I'm not getting what I want. There's not enough. There's not enough, not enough. So mm-hmm. it really does mirror and reflect each relationship really does trickle into the other. Totally. It's so interesting. And like, even having this conversation on this topic, as you speak, my mind is so drawn. It's like, Oh shit. Oh, interesting. I'm like, I'm already like reflecting on all of these things. And I think mm. this is a consistent thing. This is one of those lessons that we don't solve. It's just, we're continuing to learn about ourselves, about how we show up, about how we are interconnected with everything and everyone. And this is a never ending thing. And I think that's so cool. Mm. We always, we get to continually revise how we're showing up and, how we attract what it is that we want to attract, how we choose to see abundance in these situations or not, and mm-hmm. how that affects every single area of our life. Every single area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And you know, it's funny because even as I'm sitting here talking, I'm doing the same thing. Like I'm sitting here thinking about all these things and, and it is, it is a continuous process. Like, we're not going to wake up one day and suddenly be like perfect in our relationships. And, and I think it's just like this ever learning, ever flowing, like, 
yeah, like one thing opens up and then another thing opens up and then we get deeper, 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 deeper. And then we expand, 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 expand. And it's just, yeah, yeah. like the more, but I think it's just all that really matters is that we look at it, you know? Yeah. Because we're all expanding and growing at <laughs> just flash of that scene from bridesmaids <laughs> where they're, they're giving their like bridesmaid speech. Yeah. And like, I think we grow and expand. And the other one's like, yeah, but I think we stay the same at the same time. Like they're just battling on this, but it's like, we are staying who we are, but through that journey, we are expanding and growing. Yeah. But we're all doing it at different, different rates. Right. So it's like relationships are going to change and we're going to learn different things. Like that's why it doesn't, we don't like, there's no final destination. Well, there is a final destination. Well, what it is talked about it i think in um episode three maybe yeah i think we've talked about it in a few episodes actually there's the final destination is the end let's just you know like it's not that the final destination is we've woken up as a perfect human the final destination is we're dead we show up every day as a human being until the day that we don't wake up right Mm -hmm. And that's when we've done our perfect job as a human being is we've lived and we've, we've chosen to see the shit that comes up and be like, Oh God, that doesn't feel good. What would feel good instead? Like learning all these things about ourselves and Mm -hmm. through the process, understanding that everyone is going through the same journey at a different rate, a different pace, Mm -hmm. here to experience different things. And, you know, we may have lifelong relationships. We may have relationships that we meet and we part and like, Mm -hmm. it always comes as it's a reason a season or a lifetime yes because it's just this morphing journey Mm -hmm. all along the way it's relationships yeah yeah and you know i love um that you just brought that up about like the length of relationships because i think um i like the way that you put that what what was it the reason people come into our lives for a reason a season or a lifetime Yes, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. That's so true. And I think that's so important to acknowledge and recognize that they're all equally valuable. So you can have the most potent experience with a a connection, whether it's a spiritual connection, a person-to-person connection, um, a connection with a thing. Um, I mean, like, think think about an epic film that like feels life-changing that you see for the first time. Mm. That's a relationship. That's a relationship with that piece of media um, that you have a shifting, altering experience. It's a two, three hour relationship. That's it. But it it can be huge. It can be gigantic. And it's the same with relationships with people. You know, I'm not friends with the people that I was friends with when I was a child. I'm not friends with the people I was friends with in high school. Um, and even the friends that I have had for years, like I have one friend in particular, we've been friends for over a decade now, but he's not even the same. I'm not even friends with the same person. Like who we both were 10 years ago Mm -hmm. is different. So the relationship with the person that I'm in relationship with now, like my friendship now, it's not the same. It's, it's a different, it's a different relationship now. 
Um, and I think that that's, that's really important to recognize and notice and, and just realizing that like, it's not necessarily that relationships end. They just run their course, you know, totally. like the relationship has served its purpose. Um, and I think that's especially important to understand with romantic relationships because most romantic relationships, um, we are in them for lessons. Not all of them are meant to be lifetime relationships. Totally. Yeah. They're, they're not meant to be for a lifetime. And I know that everyone gets all, you know, our society manager has been crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, we want to find the one and we're going to live happily ever after and be together for like, uh, you know, 75 years and like whatever. And it's like, it's great. And if you find someone that you can be in connection with for that long, that's awesome. But it's also important to recognize the type of connection that you have and what are you gaining from it? How are you growing and expanding and learning? changing and how is it impacting your connection elsewhere because how you do one thing is how you do everything so if your central relationship is your romantic relationship then how does that determine your relationship with spirit your relationship with earth your relationship with other people your relationship with things your relationship with food um wherever you're centralizing everything's going to branch off of that and i think that's why to your point when we talk about our relationship with ourselves. It's really probably where our central relationship would be ideal. I almost said yeah. should, but I'm not a fan of should. I know. <laughs> that's I where I that. think it would be ideal. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where it would be ideal. I think the ideal starting place or the, the ideal central focus would be our relationship with self and then expand from there. I can say that from personal experience. Mm. That building the relationship, rebuilding the relationship with myself has been the pivotal thing for me to get really clear on what I, I do want and I don't want in terms of external relationships. I Building that relationship, that strength, that strong connection with myself and with source or universe insert whatever works for you those two relationships have helped me build the confidence within myself to know this is what I want this is not what I want this is the experience I want to be having and I'm not going to settle for anything other than that which was not the case years ago hashtag codependent <laughs> I didn't Right? Like I just was looking outside of myself and like, if this relationship didn't work out, that meant that I was worthless and, and nobody would ever want to be with me because this one person that I put all of my everything into believing that they made me who I was, or they made me a better person. Like, no, mm -hmm. fuck that shit. That was the lesson I, I got to learn from that was, oh, wait, mm -hmm. it doesn't take another person for me to feel all of these things. It takes me to recognize that yes I am worth it I am important I can confidently say what I do and do not want for myself and if somebody doesn't resonate with that they're not for me that's okay <laughs> yeah absolutely and I think it's really cool because when you come from that space now we have the opportunity to experience many relationships that inspire mm. and that teach and it's easy for us to understand yeah, right? And it's easier for us to really grasp and and get into the headspace of 
um, you know, this is for me. However mm. long it lasts, whatever happens, whatever occurs, this is for me. And so no longer is the relationship an identifying yeah. thing or, or like the codependency. Um, it's not defining us, but rather it's inspiring us or teaching us. And helping us so, refine who we yeah, are. Exactly. So, and that's the beauty of relationships. Like, I mean, even just using you and I as an example, like our friendship gives me the space and the inspiration and the reflection to grow as a person. So this is a very important relationship for me. And yay. (laughs) So happy to hear that. Um, But yeah, but that's a thing. And so, and you really start to understand like what these relationships are bringing to the table um, in a completely new way, because it's no longer, if I, if this person were to leave or not be in my life, I would just die. Like, that's mm-hmm. not, that's not how it is. Like, if you were to disappear from my life one day, I would, sh- I'm sure I'd feel lost because when you, you know, when you get, when yeah. you get used to something like that, when there's a shift or a change, there's an experience of loss. Um, totally. but also a deep appreciation for what was gained, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I concur. Mm. <laughs> All of it. Um, there is, there is that sense, like when relationships do change and they do shift and, and it can be something as simple as, you know, if we're connecting two times a week and then all of a sudden we're connecting every two weeks, it's like, Oh, that's different. Right. Like, and it takes that moment of, okay, well, how, what is, what is happening for me in this moment? Like, what is the lesson for me it is to recognize that the value of the relationship doesn't change just based off of the number of times we interact Mm. yeah it's like uh like the the value of the relationship doesn't change just because the dynamic does yeah yeah unless it does Mm. unless it's a certain dynamic that doesn't sit well with you like Mm. there's so many things that can come up and yes well and it might even it could change the value in that moment so you might come to a realization in a relationship that this is no longer valuable for me it was yeah reached i've reached the extent of what i can receive from this so if you're no longer receiving value i mean it's you know you buy a a, you're you buy an amazing shirt or top that you love Mm -hmm. and you wear it for years and you wash it a million times and then it wears out And then it's no longer valuable for you because when you put it on, there's a giant hole or a big stain or it just doesn't work. It doesn't work for you the way that it did once. So you chuck it, you know, and you feel a little bit of loss. I don't know about any of you out there, but I get very attached to my clothing items. There's a shirt that just (laughs) makes the girls look particularly good. I don't really want to let go of it because, you know, it's served me well for many years, but sometimes you just gotta let it go. You know, you you let it go and, and you, you, experience that moment of loss like oh damn that sucked but you know then you go back to one it's fine totally it totally just reminded me of my KonMari journey Mm. and it is it's so interesting to start a journey with recognizing how we value the material things it's like recognizing when we're getting rid of these things that had value at one time it's like we hold on to them mm-hmm. 
to maintain these things in our life that quote unquote are valuable, Mm -hmm. but it may not have the same power for us. And instead of letting go of it, we hold on to it when the act of actually letting go of these things that no longer hold the same level of value for us opens up the opportunity for us to start attracting that which does match our level of value we currently have. Yeah, that's so true. And I think that's important. And I think that also really adds to the idea of allowing relationships to be what they are and not having an expectation or um, a desire to make it last forever or make it long. Um, because it, it doesn't always hold the same value. And it almost makes me think of like, like the way you were just describing that made me think of, um, when I think of relationships with people from like the past, mm-hmm. it's almost like we're trying to hold on to the past in a way. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you think about, you know, like you get together with, um, if people that you knew, like once upon a time back in the day, and when you interact with each other, all you have to talk about is remember back in the day when we used to do this? Oh, that was amazing. Oh, that felt good. But it's like, but that doesn't exist anymore. Like it's mm-hmm. not, it's not, it's not there. Like the relationship was what it was and it lives where it lives. And, and that's it. It served its purpose. You became who you are today because of it. And that's that. And so when we like, especially if we're thinking in the context of romantic relationships, if we meet someone and you have that like initial jolt of like, oh, I'm inspired. Oh, I feel good. Oh, I'm happy. I have joy. You know, it's all chemical, first of all. Don't get me started <laughs> on the chemical responses that exist within inside the human brain. None of that shit's legit. Like, it's not meant to last forever. It's a chemical dump. But anyways. Um, I feel damn good. You know? Uh-huh. I mean, it feels great. It does. It feels great. Um, but I think it's so important to recognize that those things, they're not meant to be a forever thing. They're, they're meant to give you something that you need. Maybe you just needed a jolt at that moment and, it, and someone came along at just the right time to give you a boost. Maybe you were feeling particularly down about yourself and someone came along and said, oh my God, you're the most beautiful person I've ever seen. You're like, ooh, well, thank you. Yeah, that feels great. That feels great. But it's unrealistic to try to keep repeating that over and over and over again. Because it's never about re-experiencing the same feeling. It's about giving yourself permission to experience new ones and, and to receive the ones that you've already gotten, to receive it and use it for what it is and allow it to propel you forward rather than getting attached to it. You know, like, I think that's such a huge thing. That is such a huge thing. And what instantly popped into my mind was that's, that's addictions, right? Like Mm. we keep chasing that same feeling and repeating the same feeling that felt really good the first time, Mm -hmm. but then we can never find it again. Although we keep searching the same place. Yeah. Yeah. It did happen at one time. You know, it's making me think I was coaching someone today. I had a client and she kept telling me that she feels stuck and she's just trying to get her spark back. Like Mm. it came up over and over throughout our session. I'm just trying to get my spark back. And, and that's what this is kind of making me think of. And so, and that was even the invitation I offered her. I'm like, what if it's not about getting the spark back, but rather finding something new to spark you, mm. you know? I love that. Right? It so, is because there's so much shit in this world. There's so yeah. many opportunities to be like, 
that's fucking cool. That's awesome. That makes me feel amazing. Like, what else can I find? So you have this, like, overflowing resource of feel-good shit. Yeah, yeah. That one thing may come back around and be like, it did feel as good as it felt the first time. But only because it's been so long since it happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know? And I think, and this is a, a whole, and this is kind of bringing full circle back to what relationships are, which is connection mm. and recognizing that connection. You know, we talked a lot about like it, spirit, nature, ourselves, things like that, these constants. And one thing that's constant is change. And so yeah. our connection, our connection to change, our relationship with change is going to play a big role as well. And so the stronger our connection is with change, the easier it is for us to accept that it's never going to feel the same because it's not supposed to. It can feel just as good, but it won't feel the same. Yeah. I can promise you the first time I fell in love with a boy, it has never felt the same. Ever. <laughs> never, ever. As you're speaking, it's like definitely bringing some shit up for me. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have had challenges with change. Definitely. Um, And thinking that it was a bad thing and change happened, bad things. Like, in my experience, had never, has never really had that spark, I guess, that it can have. Like, Mm. I think it was meant to have that new opportunity. And it, it, it's now transitioning into that for me over the past mm-hmm. few years is recognizing the, the gift in change, the, the fact that things can change, like coming from dealing with depression and anxiety and shit like that. It's like really fucking heavy emotions from that place. Change was really scary because I had figured out how to manage like the shit. Mm-hmm. Now on the other side of it, it is, it's like that invitation, like, okay, Felt really good. Now it's not feeling great. Okay, let's shift it, change it. What's next? Mm-hmm. It feels really good, and it's like you start to get to know, like, okay, it's time for a change. This is what mm-hmm. I feel when it's time for a change. Mm-hmm. You get to feel that spark and that that reconnectedness mm-hmm. with yourself, with the shit around you, just with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Well, I'm like. Like, think about this for a second. Like, I'm starting to feel really mind blown by this whole episode. I love that we're talking about this because it's bringing up shit for me too. It's really giving me some self-reflection right now. Like the more we dig into this, it's going to be such a long ass episode. I feel it. Um, But I'm just like, man, like it's so true because like humans are meant to be adaptable. Our whole existence is change. That's what we are. From the moment we are conceived. Growth is change. Yeah. Well, it's like, weren't we just talking about this in a previous episode where we were saying every seven years, our cells are completely regenerated. So we are quite literally a completely different person every seven years because of our cellular. The only thing that doesn't change is like the neurons, I think, Mm. in our brain. Yeah. Of course the brain doesn't change (laughs) because once we're programmed, and that's why we all deal with shit because we have programming from when we were children. That still exists to this day because our brain is our hard drive and 
and our and our brain, much like an Apple computer, can be a fucking annoying piece of shit. Hashtag I love Apple. <laughs> Hashtag I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but like that, I mean, and that's a thing. Like I, we are by nature, like we are change. That's that's what we are. Mm. And so, so, and that's even full circle when we talk about our relationship with ourselves. Your relationship with self does mean having a stronger relationship with change. And the stronger our relationship with is, is with change, the easier it is for us to step into relationships and accept the ebb and flow that comes with them, whatever that relationship is. Mm-hmm. Material things, spiritual things, um, people, romantic, whatever it be. Um, yeah. I think that's such a huge thing. And so, so yeah, so this is something that to like really sit with. So like hopefully people listening, I hope your minds are just as blown as mine is <laughs> because I'm yeah it's really making me think it's definitely it's definitely cool I think that you know as we're going on and doing these episodes and really kind of I'm finding myself getting more comfortable with this like at the beginning of doing this podcast adventure is like the relationship with the idea of doing a podcast was mm-hmm terrifying (laughs) and and I I recognize you know in the beginning it was like it was a little bit more of a challenge to get comfortable with it Mm -hmm. now we're on episode I don't know what is this episode 10 yeah I'm feeling episode of season one what a great close out episode oh my god so good yeah (laughs) and like just reflecting back like to the beginning episode number one like I I'm far more comfortable with this relationship now. Mm. The growth that change made it through that portion of it. And it now is bringing this value to my life that I wouldn't have had Mm -hmm. had I not made that decision to go through that change and do something differently that was Mm -hmm. outside of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I and I love the way that you pointed out how the relationship with it has changed, because I can totally relate to that. And I think even just looking at like what our initial intentions were with creating mm-hmm. this podcast, and how our relationship with that idea has shifted. Um, because, you know, and I'm, I'm with you, like, for me, this was very much intended to stretch me out of my comfort zone intended to make me a more visible voice. Um, mm-hmm. But then to just recognize how, like, that is valuable and that's still a part of the whole idea, but the value that comes from reflecting on these topics and talking about it and letting things open up and getting comfortable with my own ideas, getting comfortable with sharing them, getting comfortable with, um, and it's also strengthening our friendship. Like, yeah. so much stuff is coming from that. And so, and, and that's different. That's a change. That's a shift. Um, it's one that's easy to accept because it's, it's more than what was expected. Um, but even, you know, on the, on the other end of that spectrum, like when you're in a relationship with something that shifts and changes and maybe it's not what you expected, maybe it's a quote unquote disappointment, um, you know, finding the value in that as well, because it's all still in our favor. Like it's all meant to be here for a reason. Totally. It's all, you know, if you're in that situation and something isn't providing the value in which you thought it may, 
whatever sort of relationship, that's an opportunity for you to stand in your power and say, this doesn't feel right for me. This is not something that I want to continue. And like, that's your growth. That's the Mm -hmm. gift of that shitty, quote unquote, shitty experience. Mm -hmm. And like, just seeing it for that is Mm -hmm. going to be huge and powerful. And, you know, it just made me think of a quote that I've seen multiple times. It's like things to ask on a first date. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's how aware are you of your traumas and how actively are you working on managing them instead of projecting it onto me? Yeah. (laughs) That's huge. And that just like trails into being in relationships and situations with people that embrace that change um those are powerful relationships to be in because when you're constantly learning like you said the friendship you had with somebody 10 years ago is not the same friendship you have now mm-hmm. if there's still a friendship it's like that's long lasting relationships people yeah. that are both in the journey that both accept that things are going to change that dynamics are going to be different and respecting each other enough to say like if this is not working for either of us at any point, let's communicate mm-hmm. that because what's the point either mm-hmm. way? Like yeah. That person, if, if we're interacting with people that don't want to grow, they don't want to expand, they don't want to move forward. That's totally fucking cool. But I want to keep going mm-hmm. and I'm going to make the choice to keep going and let you be you and do your thing and stay wherever you want to stay. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. And I know that we talked a lot about, you know, like the length of relationships and like the, the give it to me again, the reason, the reason, season or lifetime or lifetime. Yeah. The reason, season or lifetime. So, which would imply, you know, like some relationships are short lived, some are not. Um, but also I would even say that it's not that relationships ever necessarily even end. I don't think any relationship ends. I think it just shifts. It just changes because the, the, the impact of that relationship is, is everlasting. Like that doesn't go away. So even if I was in a relationship with someone for a day or an hour or whatever, um, I mean, even like the briefest of relationships, because as we said, relationship is connection. Even my interaction with like, you know, a clerk at a shop, we make eye contact, we smile. Hi, how are you? There's a relationship there. We just had a relationship. It was a two minute relationship. Mm-hmm. And the relationship didn't end because I'm still impacted by that interaction. So mm-hmm. if the person, if the person was having a particularly bad day and I've picked up on that energy, cause you know, you go up to a, a cashier and they're like in a shit mood and you're just like, ugh, and that kind of sits with you for a little bit, you know, cause you're, you're pulling that away with that energy, like all of the relationships, the impact is everlasting. And so even the tiniest little interaction is going to, yep. is going to shape who you become, who you are. Why energetic cord cutting is so fucking powerful mm. because we do have the power to eliminate that energetic connection. If it is something that is not serving us, mm-hmm. the challenge is most of us just don't do that. And we just go through lives and we do let that shitty day affect us. Mm-hmm. It's easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, and I like that because you just basically pointed out the way that we have the choice, right? So, so the relationship doesn't end. The relationship is everlasting and we choose the way that it's going to impact us. So we can choose to let the energy sit with us or we can choose to release that energy. 
Um, mm. and, and energy doesn't go away, right? Energy is, mm. is infinite. So it's just moving. It's, yeah, it's just pushing the energy aside, letting the energy flow, getting, you know, allowing it to run its course. And I think that's the thing. It's like all the, all relationships will run their course. And, and it's, it's how we, how we interact with those changes and those shifts in those relationships. Um, so it's almost like looking at our, our relationship to relationships, our relationship to what comes with that. Like totally ugh, relationships, such a good discussion. It is. And I think it's such a powerful discussion because it's such a massive part of our journey. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us, for listening. I hope that you got a lot out of this conversation. I know I did. Um, don't forget to find us in the land of Facebook. It's facebook.com slash RWRL podcast. And remember to tag us when you're posting uh, hashtag RWRL or hashtag RWRL podcast. Mm-hmm. And let us know what topics do you want to hear about? What would you like to have us discuss? You can send us an email at rwrlpodcast at gmail.com. Love it. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our podcast. We are going to be putting these out every two weeks. If you would like to keep up with us, don't forget to subscribe. And tell your friends. Bye.